Welcome back to the In All Wisdom podcast, a podcast dedicated to wisdom for life. I am Jim Donnelly, your host. Today's podcast is most interesting. It is about putting things on the calendar and seeing them successfully come to completion. So sit back and relax on this one, or just go out for a long walk or jog. Hope you enjoy it and learn something about putting things on the calendar that you didn't know. Can I put my hopes and dreams on the calendar? King David planned ahead. He made things happen. He didn't just wait for things to fall into place. David's hope expressed in his last prophetic song is the basis for this podcast. David's last prophetic song. Now these are the last words of David. David, the son of Jesse, declares, the man who was raised on high declares, the anointed of the God of Jacob and the sweet psalmist of Israel. The Spirit of God spoke by me, and his word was on my tongue. The God of Israel said, the rock of Israel spoke to me, he who rules over men righteously, who rules in the fear of the Lord, is as the light of the morning when the sun rises, a morning without clouds, when the tender grass springs out of the earth through sunshine after rain. Truly is not my house so with God? For he has made an everlasting covenant with me, ordered in all things and secured, for all my salvation and all my desire. Will he not indeed make it grow? Second Samuel 23, 1-6 Now that is a song of hope and great expectations. So I will focus on David's present and future hope. Truly, is not my house so with God? For he has made an everlasting covenant with me, ordered in all things and secured, for all my salvation and all my desire. Will he not indeed make it grow? David sees that his future is bright because of the Lord's promise. He anticipates fulfilling his desires, which in many ways match the Lord's desires for him. David had great hopes and dreams for the future. Even though he was denied the major contract to build a house for the Lord, he nevertheless turned his financial assets into funding some of the work. And rather than give up totally on his desire, David was more than willing to assist in the design. He became chief architect, but he never stepped onto the work site, nor did he ever see or supervise a thing. His job description? Writer of the plans. All this, said David, the Lord made me understand in writing by his hand upon me all the details of this pattern, 1 Chronicles 28, 19. David's confidence in the Lord's word informed his thinking. David also expressed absolute confidence in the Lord's promise to him that he will build David's house into a forever dynasty. See 2 Samuel chapter 7. Again, we are seeing that there is a firm foundation of truth for, from the Lord's mouth that formed David's thinking 
and I am convinced that Solomon started Ecclesiastes by pointing his readers to these same articles of faith. There is no, this is no different than Asaph's insight, encouraging you to lean on what we have heard and known. Amos Kiel, an insight of Asaph. Listen. Listen, O my people, to my instruction. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known and our fathers have told us. We will not conceal them from their children, but tell them to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wondrous works that he has done. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should teach them to their children, that the generation to come might know, even the children yet to be born, that they may arise and tell them to their children that they should put their confidence in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments and not be like their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that did not prepare its heart and whose spirit was not faithful to God. See Psalm 78, 1 through 8. Confidence in what the Lord has promised is necessary preparation before we go putting things on the calendar. Confidence in the Lord yields a future with hopes and dreams that can be put on the calendar, prayed for, worked toward, and many become projects completed that mature well into the future because we often find that our plans are His delight, which He planned for us to engage in, even put on the calendar before we were born. That's exciting. A few thoughts on arranging our plans on a calendar. First, arranging our thoughts is our responsibility in life. Here is what Solomon wrote. The plans of the heart, the mind, belong to man, but from the Lord is the answer of the tongue. See Proverbs 16, verse 1. Second, to help you with the idea of arrangement, here are a few examples. Table arrangement with plates, cups, eating utensils, flower arrangements, a keyboard arrangement, a list with pros and cons, columns and ranks in the military, things arranged opposite one another, and so on. For sure, a calendar is an arrangement of hours, days, weeks, months, years, further arranged by category of event, appointment, or interest. I hope that helped you. Leave a comment or a question on my website, inallwisdom.com. David fully trusted in the Lord's promise, his covenant that was arranged in everything. Everything is the word Solomon shows in Proverbs 16.4, which relates to arranging our thoughts on the calendar. And Bruce Walkey writes, All things allows no exception, no loose ends. Everything will be put to some use and matched with its proper fate. Everything is the same Hebrew word Solomon used when he wrote, To everything there is a season. 
The Lord's promise to David regarding his future dynasty was arranged in every way, for all time and eternity. It was secure, guarded. It was unstoppable. And it was not just for David's immediate family, but through David was extended to all families of the earth for all of time and eternity. All peoples everywhere can put their confidence in Almighty God, who works in our lives in ways that are past finding out, guiding each of you one day at a time, one place at a time, one step at a time. A time for everything, Ecclesiastes 3.1. Note this, the one who gave instructions regarding all the arrangements for the tabernacle and tent of meeting is also the one who arranges a table of food for us, Psalm 23, who arranges a table, a feast of wisdom, Proverbs 9, verse 2, and has arranged a covenant with David in everything. So Solomon informs his readers that there is a time for everything that he has arranged, God, for us. See Ecclesiastes 3.1. David's confidence was what the Lord had arranged for him and his family, many, many things that he would put on the calendar and see them come to fruition in his time. David adds, Is this not all my salvation and all my delight? David had a lot on his calendar, including salvation. He knew the shepherd of his soul and sang of him often. Here's a thought that I put out gently. Check your calendar for past events and see if there is a time when you realized who God really is and what he has accomplished for you. If you're not sure or find that there has been no life-changing event like that in your life, then just get alone somewhere and ask God if he planned that day for you on his calendar. I am sure you will be surprised. Just asking the question is evidence of his mercy and grace. Go for it. May your hopes and dreams come true. Let your journey through life with him begin. Solomon connects David's last song to a time for all delight. All delight occurs only four times in the entire Hebrew Bible. Once in 2 Samuel 23, which contains David's last prophetic song, and three times in Ecclesiastes. And there is a time for every delight under heaven, Ecclesiastes 3.1. I said to myself, God will judge both the righteous man and the wicked man for a time for every delight and for every deed is there, Ecclesiastes 3.17. For there is a proper time and procedure for every delight through a man's trouble, though a man's trouble is heavy upon him, Ecclesiastes 8.6. This astounding connection of David's last song with a time for all delight greatly enlightens our understanding of Ecclesiastes. We can now confidently imagine that our salvation is arranged in everything and secure, and that the Lord is fully in control of all those arrangements in every generation for all of time and eternity, so that your own hopes and dreams, your desires, can be put on a calendar or a small piece of paper or a big piece of paper or a piece of wood, 
or on a wall anything you want to write them on or draw a picture on. So do your part as you wait on the Lord to do His. You will be amazed how He works in your life when you least expect it, when your hope drops to zero. Suddenly, an event you didn't plan for shows up on today's or tomorrow's calendar and fills you with delight and renewed hope. When discussing one's works and thoughts, Dr. Bruce Walkey writes, Plans and deeds performed in conjunction with the total commitment to the Lord will be established. See Proverbs 4.26 What you think in your inner creations will become overt historical events as enduring as the elements of the Lord's cosmos. See chapter 8, verses 27 to 29. When discussing the step of a man, Walke writes, the singular suggests that not a step is taken apart from the Lord's superintendence. A man may plan his road to the last detail, but he cannot implement his planning unless it coincides with Yahweh's plan for him. He is deluded if he supposes that he has unfettered control and and can impose his will on every situation without limitation in order to make it his, his plan a reality, for it is. As Shakespeare expressed it, there is a divinity that shapes our ends, rough hew them how we will. Can you understand why the Lord surrounded Ecclesiastes with song? Can you better see why I am taking a podcast space up front to sort through some some of these things that surround Ecclesiastes? Solomon uses the phrase, all delight, to further explain what his father David had written. These connections shed light on Ecclesiastes, a book that cannot be read in the dark. It needs the light from the songs and scripture, as well as other psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to help us arrange as best we can our lives before him and expect his direct participation in arranging and rearranging things from time to time. You might be wondering, is seeking your desires and delights in life even biblical? For sure, God does all he wishes to do. He does all his delight. Nevertheless, I want to assure you that he has you in mind, including your delights. And were you not created in God's image and likeness? Are you not to be like him who does all his delight? Wondering, even doubting, can be a good thing. Often it leads to an answer to your question or questions from God. And it is often in the form of a word or words from him found in the scriptures that he had written with you in mind. Allow me to zoom in a bit on Solomon. He accomplished much in his lifetime for sure, probably more than anyone in his lifetime. Many of Solomon's projects of delight were on his daily calendar for years until they were successfully completed. And it cometh to pass at Solomon's finishing to build the house of Jehovah and the house of the king and all the desire of Solomon that he delighted to do, 
that Jehovah appeareth unto Solomon a second time, as he appeared unto him in Gibeon. 1 Kings 9, 1 and 2. And Solomon buildeth Gezer, and Beth Haran the lower, and Beva, and Tadmor in the wilderness, in the land, and all the cities of stores that King Solomon hath, and the cities of chariots, and the cities of horsemen, and the desire of Solomon that he desired to build in Jerusalem, and in Lebanon, and in all the land of his dominion. 1 Kings 9, 17-19 These clearly were Solomon's hopes and dreams put on the calendar and completed, even though God knew before day one of Solomon's life that he would so disappoint God, his family, and his community. The book of Ecclesiastes will get into all of Solomon's failures, but the fact that he wrote Ecclesiastes is evidence that the Lord's love and kindness is everlasting. These projects on his personal calendar were enthusiastic ventures filled with delight. He was truly delighted in his work, and he encouraged others to delight in their work as well. All that your hand finds, opportunity, to do. Do it with your strength, because there is no doing or thinking or knowledge or wisdom in Sheol, the grave, that you are walking toward. Ecclesiastes 9.10 In future podcasts, I will discuss further this matter of putting our delights on the calendar. I conclude this podcast by discussing David's exclamation, Will he not make it grow? Here is a heartening, enlightening, and as well a familiar passage of Scripture that explains what David looked for in the distant future regarding his family dynasty. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there without watering the earth and making it bare and sprout and furnishing seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so will my word be, which goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire, my delight, and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Isaiah 55, 9-11 The prophet Jeremiah is more specific. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, sprout, and he will reign as king and act wisely and do justice and righteousness in the land. In his days Judah will be saved, and Israel will dwell securely. And this is his name by which he will be called. The Lord, our righteousness. Jeremiah 23, verse 5 and 6. We have come to the end of today's In All Wisdom podcast, a podcast dedicated for life. Thank you for listening. Please join with me again for another interesting episode about wisdom and life.